0: How to Be Your Own Best Friend by Dr. Paul Hawke 1. The art of enlightened self-interest It is within the power of anyone with average intelligence who is reasonably practical to take control of his life and to get much more out of it. There really is no need for you to continue to be your own worst enemy. I want you to try and imagine that your life is about to draw to a close. You are lying on your deathbed, reflecting on what you've achieved. Ask yourself if you've really enjoyed life. Are you glad you were born? Have you had a good time? Are your friends and loved ones truly sorry to see you go? And will you be missed? If you could live your life all over again, would you live it in exactly the same way? Can you in all honesty say to yourself, It's been nice. It's been exciting. I made the most of it. If you can, you do not suffer what I call self-neglect. Ask most people what they understand by self-neglect, and they'll tell you things like not brushing your teeth twice a day, not visiting the dentist every six months, or not taking regular baths. Although these aspects of self-neglect are obviously important, in this book I will be using the term in a much wider sense. In brief, people who suffer from self-neglect feel guilty about taking the slightest interest in themselves. As a consequence of this, they get depressed, they don't enjoy good health, they fail to use their money wisely, they let others trample all over them, they have few, if any, friends. They do not get the best out of life. Life in fact passes them by. Let's consider a few examples. Gail thought that the way to ensure a happy marriage was to be her husband John's devoted slave. She neglected her own wants and needs, ministering instead entirely to his. He never even had to run his own bath. She never complained out loud when he left her at home in front of the TV while he went out for the evening with his friends. She seldom spent any money on herself so that there would be more for him. Her sacrifices, she thought, could only make him love her more and more. It would get too much for her sometimes, and she would protest. But he would lose his temper, scream the house down, and threaten to leave her. She would suffer bouts of anxiety or anger. The rest of the time she would get depressed. She had periodic headaches and became obese. "'Mabel wanted her children, in-laws and other members of the family "'to visit her often, to spend holidays at her home. "'She would get annoyed if they couldn't. "'She also had the sorry habit of expressing herself "'in the bluntest possible manner "'and never understood why this caused offence. "'So if her family stayed away, "'she would tear into them for their standoffishness. "'This spiral inevitably fed on itself "'to the point where she was deserted by the entire family.' Tom spent his every working day at an office desk. He worked late, took work home, even worked at weekends. He took no serious exercise. He paid no attention to his diet, eating as much as he pleased and whatever he desired. His alcohol intake was so much that he sported a gut that made him look as if he was pregnant with twins. One day, while playing football with his teenage sons, he had a heart attack and died. Audrey was widowed at the age of fifty-two. Her husband left behind a decent estate, all of which went to her. Instead of getting professional advice from a financial consultant, she invested the money as she thought best. What was left, she kept no proper control over, giving loans to relatives, spending money on travel, and drawing regularly on her savings account. She went into retirement with only a fraction of the money she could have had all these people neglected themselves in some way or other. Gail's problem was that she was too tolerant and passive. Mabel was self-centred and aggressive. Tom did not look after his health. Audrey was careless with money. Perhaps you can recognise yourself or other people in one or more of these four examples. You might even think they are examples of normal behaviour. Well, they are, and so far there are A lot of Gales, Mables, Toms and Audreys among us. But you don't have to be like them if you don't want to. This book can show you how. In this book, then, I set out to help you overcome the problem of self-neglect.